Hey, party peoples, welcome to the WordPress Harley Talk. My name is Robert J. Kodowski, and I'm rounding this season out with a new, fun, and festive guest. Say your name. Norton. And what do you do for the WordPress? I write the reviews for currently The 100, but I've also written for The Prodigal Son and the final season of Supernatural, which probably won't end until next year now. And check her articles out. They are choice. They're really good. But today we'll be talking about and covering the 10th episode of Harley Quinn titled Die Hard, which has a great place in your heart. You love the Die Hard movie. I do. And I don't think I noticed. Uh, I don't think I noticed the title, to be honest. Okay. When we watched it. That's fine. So That's it's kind of cute that there's like a. A little pun. A high-rise scene in there. Yeah. But um, we open up on the Gotham Mall where King Shark and Clayface are greeted by a freshly sore and drunken Harley Quinn. Now, Norton has a little bit to say about the, and it could be controversial, could not, but Norton has a little bit to say about the relationship with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. You're not for it. Uh, no, I'm not really a big fan of it, but, you know. Play is going to play. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I get that uh, Harley Quinn is almost akin to a DC Deadpool. So if you think of it in yeah. that terms, then it would be like, oh, all right, her being sort She's of, all over the map. Uh, yeah, like everywhere would make sense. Mm, that makes sense. I, I do... Uh, I somewhat disagree with the way that ivy is in the series as a whole but to have her kind of fall into this thing with harley quinn seems a bit weird to me but hey i mean i, I mean, don't i don't buy it for the character personally that's fair i mean i kind of like see them as jane and daria but it's kind of like it's a little bit more than that but as per her modus operandi she overcompensates, and she always, Harley Quinn, that is, uh, says the exact opposite of what happened to King Shark and Clayface for the last 48 hours. Well, she has that whole line where she's like, oh, I'm just uh, kissing people, like all kinds of people. Mm -hmm. and so she like, kind of just uh, wants to overcompensate for... The, she the, wants to bury her feelings, but understandably. There, there is... Is zero trans? Uh, what well, there is like a hundred percent transparency. That's the thing. And the only person that she has to rely on is Sai. Yeah, we have not seen for a while. No, uh, actually, in the second season, he's really not been a big player. I, I actually, not really. uh, he kind of showed up late in the first season, and he turned out to be kind of this interesting, uh, wild card. Mm -hmm. So it's. It's nice to see him in the second season. It's a shame that he's so late. I I will say overall, I don't think the second season is as good as the first. I actually might agree with you on that. I might agree with you on that. But and uh, that's the the Harley Ivy thing, notwithstanding. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, King Shark uh, obviously has plans. <laughs> what is his plans? Oh uh, yeah, he got uh, he got force married uh, mm -hmm. to this chick named Tabitha, so he has to go <clears throat> to dinner with her family because they're religious, mm -hmm. which is cute. 
Uh, and then apparently uh, Jesus is a shark. <laughs> yeah, which you laugh I'm down at. With that. I, well, that's, laugh. that's a pretty good line. I'm not going to lie. And Clayface has the Tony Awards. Yeah, Clayface is obsessed with the Tonys. Not surprisingly. Not surprisingly. And so Sai offers her advice, but instead she's like, I'm going to boink anybody in my periphery. So where else to go but Wayne Tower? Yeah, that's a weird place for her to go. That is a weird place I'm for like, her to go. Of all the places you could go to get some strange, why would you go to Wayne Tower? Like, first of all, you know that dude is there. The guy that I think the Joker Harley guy. has a hard on for Batman though, too. Uh I wouldn't be too surprised if she kinda had a thing for Batman. I know in the movie she says that he's cute. Yeah. Well, even in uh like uh what is it? Uh the the Harley Quinn movie. Uh she named one of her hyenas Bruce after quote unquote that hunky Wayne guy. Yeah, that's what I just so. said. Oh, okay. So. I mean, I didn't say the hyena name, but I basically yeah. said that she thinks he's hot. Yeah. Uh but then we go back to the G C B D and Gordon's <laughs> I love this because Gordon's kind of like that alpha male, and he wants to keep that alpha male thing going. Yeah, Gordon is uh, an interesting conundrum. He's <laughs> almost like this, uh, he's like, I almost feel like he wants to be part of the solution, but he's just very good at being part of the problem. Oh, that's true. In terms of like the weird like feminist undercut that the show mm -hmm. has as a general whole. Yeah. Because I, mean, I feel so bad for Barbara because she kind of has to like deal, with this, deal with this father. Dude. Because if you if you think about it, like just in terms of the title Die Hard, if you consider that <clears throat> Gordon would be the John McClane of this series, mm -hmm. it's, you know, John McClane in and of a person is terrible. Like he's just yeah. he's not a very good role model for mm -hmm. a responsible or decent police officer. No, it's a good catch. I, I mean, like he goes out there. He doesn't tell anybody where he's going. He doesn't, like, call for backup half the time. Mm -hmm. He just sort of, like, you know, takes it on himself, and then he plays the martyr all the time. He's like, oh, I have to do it because no one else will. Well, he it's like, well, you didn't ask like... anybody else. <laughs> but he's like a proxy Batman. He wants to be Batman. He is. And I think I've always, like, don't get me wrong. I love John McClane. I, I love Die Hard. It's one of those movies that I've always adored. Mm -hmm. But when you get back to like that weird '90s action hero guy, I one of my favorite movies is Last Action Hero because it literally breaks down that weird sort of toxic masculine stereotype mm -hmm. of like here's Arnold, he just wants to live a normal life, and he's just bombarded by all these ridiculous things, and he's like, why? <laughs> no, no, I totally get that. But he's like, I just want to be with my wife and daughter and spend a quiet <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. That'd be nice. Meanwhile, John McClane is like, oh, no, trouble. Whatever will I do? But the thing is that he gets a gift. And I thought this was a brilliant joke. He thought it was a Dave Barry book, which I thought was genius. That was awesome. I don't get that at all. I don't know I who get Dave that. Barry is. Is that the comedian guy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or am I thinking of a different guy? It's Dave Barry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but instead, he gets something better which is a request to meet Batman up on the roof, the rough, if you will. Yeah. So, so like like a kid on Christmas, he's <gasps> finding the Batwing at his disposal. And it's kind of like, oh, my God, I get to 
I get to commandeer the Batwing. You know, I like, kind of had a revelation. What? Like Bruce, Batman and Gordon's relationship is almost parallel to Ivy and Harley, where it's like Gordon is the Harley in the relationship. She's like 100% into it. She very much oh, wants to like yeah, go for nice, it. Nice, but nice, nice. Batman is more the Ivy where he's like, mm -hmm. he's very guarded. He's very protective. He mm. kind of likes being alone, likes working alone. Yeah. Good I was take. like, damn. Good <laughs> this take. episode is pretty good no, at that. I like that. Pointing good, that out. <laughs> good take. Good take. Uh, so, but yeah, you, so Batman gives him the Batwing. Yeah. A little bit of a uh, still stay my friend, huh? <laughs> I do think it's nice that uh, Gordon kind of cleaned up. That was nice. He did. He did. But then we go back to the mall and we find Psy finding Dr. Psycho. He returns, but only to just pick up his belongings. He's like, fuck it. I'm out. Yeah. I don't. I, I'll be honest. I'm not really a big fan of the whole like Psycho leaving the group storyline either. Like it feels very left field to me. But he was an evil guy to to begin with. And Psy was kind of like one of those people who's like, you know, what? fuck you. You actually went into this group. Harley took you into this group. And in his words, quote unquote, leave the dance with someone you brought with. So you mean leave the dance with the person you came with. Is or, that what you're trying well, to say? Well, I, I wrote leave the dance with the one that he he bought, brought, brought. So. <laughs> Sorry. If he bought someone, that's another problem entirely. Oh, Dr. Psycho would totally buy somebody. I mean, to be honest, I never understood Psycho joining the group anyway. I feel like Harley just picked him up because he has actual powers. No, well, because they wanted the worst of the worst. Because yeah, that's... but the, like, I, I like uh, Batgirl's sort of analysis of Harley where she's like, you do all these heroic things, but you're trying to be a villain. It's and like, that will come to bite her in the ass later. You're just you're basically just suicide squad at this point. Later. But yeah, he basically just picks up his things and uh just gives everybody else the finger. Even though Riddler is still running on that hamster wheel. Which is yeah. kinda funny. The uh yeah, he's he's very amusing just in terms of like I like later on when you when he catches up and he's just sort of like super toned and they're like how the fuck did you get so jacked and he's just like cardio baby <laughs> it's like that's not yeah, really how cardio like, works he's actually but right. about it that's yeah he, he enjoys being on the hamster wheel like he uh, made college kids do it but now he's like yeah maybe i should have been doing this myself and so um apparently uh at the wayne tower uh an uncomfortable harley rebuffs and i said jack but i don't know if that's his name exactly i'm just uh, just I wouldn't be surprised fixing. if it's Jack. Because John, this is I mean, this is basically, and this is like the weirdest thing that is like the thread, the through line through the entire the next twenty four minutes. Of, also, also, wouldn't what? it have been in Psycho's best interest to sort of manipulate this Joker? Because he went but into did the guy's he know mind that he was the Joker. Well, he goes into his mind and he says like. He doesn't remember anything about who he was, so it implies that he was the Joker. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of thought maybe it was just sort of one of those things where it's like you see someone who looks like someone and mm -hmm. you think it's that person, but then the way Psycho makes it sound like it's like, oh, no, it's definitely the Joker. So it's like, okay, fine. If you knew that, then why at the point later on when they all fight, why wouldn't you just throw your Joker in the hole, as it were, and like yeah. 
take him out of everything. Yeah, but maybe well, he doesn't want to compete with Joker. I don't know. Possibly. I guess that would be the. the I mean, you can't complete. Uh, you can't compete with the Clown Prince of Crime. But yeah, the thing is that like she takes a liking to the bartender until she realizes that it's the Joker, basically just Joker 1.0. I guess. Well, no. I mean, again, like when her and Ivy were in the bar earlier, she realized it was him. So mm-hmm. when she goes to the bar and he oh, says yeah, something and he to took, her, he took she up realizes a new... like, oh shit, yeah, like, this is that guy again. So and she he, wants to leave. And he took up like a new, uh, or he moved up in the bartending scene. And now he's yeah. at the top of the Wayne Tower. And yeah. he's like, she's pissed because she doesn't want to even see his face. But he's like, well, you can't go to any other bar because... They're all compromised. This is the safest bar in town. Yeah, so she's trapped in a bar with her uh, memory-wiped ex. Which is weird. And she looks fly, by the way. That dress looks good. Oh, that dress looks amazing. But she I has mean, to I mean, I don't know why she it. keeps going for the same color motif, but... But she has to return it, that's the thing. Yeah, she's not going to be able to return that dress. Uh, but the thing is, like, he's, once he says, this is the safest bar in town, due to the parademons and whatnot that are flooding the city... There is a group of thugs that burst in, and they're like, "All right, we're taking this place over." It's like, "Ugh, fine, whatever." Yeah, a bunch of uh, robbers, as it were, which is yeah. uh, essentially what happens in uh, what is it, The Dark Knight? Yeah, when he goes to the Wayne Tower. This actually he... goes on The Dark Knight a little bit, a little in bit, a few scenes. But uh, next thing we know, she's handcuffed because she tries to escape, but she gets knocked out, knocked the fuck out. And she's handcuffed face to face with her beloved or once beloved, who now I think has a wife and four kids, I believe. Well, they're not his kids, but yeah, he has a wife. Well, I don't even know if he has a wife. I think it's his girlfriend. Because eh, he, he very specifically says, like, I have this wonderful girlfriend and, like, my kids. But I mean, isn't he, kids. like, the most annoying thing ever? He can't shut up. He does come off as sort of very grinding. He comes off as boring. He, well, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, that's that's the part of Suicide Squad that I guess they decided to play around with. Because in Suicide Squad... She has this whole fantasy of living like quote unquote yeah, no, normal yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. So now here's the Joker that she supposedly always wanted. Mm-hmm. Although this Harley's very different in terms of she's sort of trying to sell herself on the idea of being a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, do you want to be a villain for you, or do you want to be a villain just to like fuck over Mr. J? And now that supposedly Mr. J is dead, like, why are you still trying to be a villain? Yeah. And so I, Harley's very confusing to me as a character. And that's that's the purpose, I think, of Harley. She's supposed to keep you guessing. Yeah. I would believe. That's why I love her so much. Uh, the thing is that the leader of these thugs, well, he wants to keep the people in. He wants to keep them captive. So he has, quote unquote, impossible demands, which include a $50 million stipend, a nuclear warhead, a missile. And so... It's funny because one of the jokes running is that these are all rich people. They have a, mili- a military contractor. Yeah. And, 
they have uh, somebody that could easily wire him 50 million yeah so he's there's like, like some dude that works for a bank he's like i could i could wire you 50 million right now so the so, guy has to try and think of something that they wouldn't have and he <clears throat> he asks he's like while we're at it and this reminded me of airheads because they were trying to just keep their ruse going uh, and so they were asking of like, what was it? A naked pictures of B. Arthur or something like that. I think they actually got it in the movie. <laughs> something oh, like wow. that. Oh, uh, wow. Well, I mean, they didn't show it. I mean, they were just saying. But he wanted a, a pair of game worn Air Jordan 2 OGs. And when you heard that, you were like, what? <sighs> and I'm like, all right, I, I'm on the shoe game. I know what that is. Yeah. But everybody's like, what? I don't know. We're all white people. I mean, we just finished watching uh, The Last Dance. Last so. Dance. I was, uh, like, somewhat aware of what they were talking about. But back on the floor, Harley tells Mr. J, erstwhile Mr. J, about a dream he's had. And I think you and I were both thinking the same thing. He was like, oh, no. No. About the yacht. And that harkening, that's harkening back to the pilot of the first season where they both fuck over a whole yacht full of people before he abandons her and leaves her high and dry. Yeah. Like he ultimately fucks her over, but yeah, yeah, together they're sort of having fun at first. And she's like, no, don't do this. Don't do this. So uh, eventually she basically takes him. She's like, what's your weight? He's like, well, I've been doing uh, like paleo. I think he's on the paleo diet. Paleo, Paleo Vember. I think he said that was the show. Oh joke. God! <laughs> exactly, because he's so fucking boring. But of course, it's a good joke. And so she swings him into the the next guy, knocks him out, probably pounds his skull in, and they go into a vent. And he's like, "You want to talk about what you're feeling?" And she's like, eh, "Well, I don't really want to," but she eventually does. You have the airborne parademons captured by the Batwing. We have a Glum Gordon and he sit shotgun on an empty seat, which I find is funny because he was like, what am I going to do? Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's sort of a, um, like a hollow gift because it's like, oh, you get to be in the Batwing. And it's like, great, I get to hunt parademons. It's like, well, technically (laughs) Bruce is flying the plane and. You get, you get to press, to the, press button. the button. Yeah, the it. button pressing. And Batman's in his cave, and he's pissed because he wants to go out. He wants to save the city, but Alfred's like, like a good old dad. Alfred's like, no, Master Wayne, you have to stay here. Not Is that your Alfred? Well, I I have a really bad Alfred. Yeah, but I, I can still do it. No, Master Wayne. But uh, it's like one of those things where Batman is, or Bruce technically, wearing the cowl still in the Batcave while he's home. Yeah. He's I mean, cut- the, the show is pretty good about just showing the uh, the ridiculousness of mm-hmm. Batman as he is portrayed many times in the media. Yeah. As just being this kind of stupid alpha male that's like oh regardless of whether i die i gotta save the city and it's like why like you can just heal up there's other people there's cops there's <laughs> cops <laughs> like relax dude you're not the but only then game in he town he goes petty and uh alfred gives him a cup of coffee he spits it out he's like it's too hot i think it was <laughs> hot chocolate no you said coffee are you sure yeah well yeah. it could have been either or but either way it was too hot and in a petty move he's like it's too hot 
he's like well you could easily wait it out and he's like no I could but I don't want to so Alfred just blows on it because he's so petty and the thing is that when Jim is in the Batwing and whatnot uh, the gun flashes he sees gun flashes in the top of Wayne Tower and he's like oh he's almost like a happy puppy he's like oh can I can I can I please can I and Bruce is like all right fine and so I wanted to get this joke out. I said, that's when Jim has a pit stop to stretch his legs at his pants, if you know what I mean. Really? I had to get that joke out. <sighs> it's a funny joke. Come on. It's a joke. <laughs> but I mean, that's technically on brand for Jim. Yeah, gets, no, again. He, get, he gets hard at the, the sight of like action. Yeah, well, again, he's supposed to be that action hero guy. Uh, he starts laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's creepy because that Joker laugh is always creepy. Eh. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I, I love Alan Tudyke. He's amazing. But mm. I'm not really a big fan of his Joker. Eh, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm I've pretty much been spoiled by Mark Hamill, so I think no matter what, I I'll think we've all been <laughs> like Mark Hamill. Yeah, but yeah, I don't really. I kind of don't like his Joker too much, in terms of. Just... Do you like Dietrich Bader's Batman though? Well, Dietrich Bader's played Batman before, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm a yeah. little bit more accustomed to that. Okay. I do think it's kind of sad that Kevin Conroy didn't do it, but I guess I think he said he retired like a while back, so he. He just doesn't want to do it anymore, which is fine. Yeah. So I have nothing against Dietrich. I think Dietrich Bader did it for uh, the Brave and the Bold. Yeah, he did it for a few things. But yeah, I mean, I, uh, you know, I I think it's interesting that Harley's worst fear is to have Joker come back to full Joker, which is a little strange to me only because it's like if she's made all this progress, it's like... Well, I just don't know why she's so afraid of the Joker. Because be she doesn't want to fall in love with him again. But I don't like. I don't know if like, that's the uh, thing she's a, afraid of. It's a circular, like Ouroboros thing. It just keeps eating itself. So, like, just cut the snake off. Yeah, but if she really loves Ivy, then why? Like, she shouldn't be afraid of falling in love with Joker but again. But as you said before, like, it's a whole Deadpool thing. She loves Ivy. She really does. But her heart may lie in Joker too. Yeah, it's like I think that this would be like a really vicious love triangle, and that uh, might be—I think that might be the third season. I hope not. Who knows? Who knows? I don't. I'm, I'm I just, don't see that as a viable love triangle, to be honest. It well—that's what makes the drama happen. No, but I mean, like they've painted Ivy to be so sort of practical that she would just kind mm. of be like, "I'm not even going to bother because." No, obviously but, you're going to go for like the psycho asshole because that's what you did last time. But the thing is, Ivy always is the the ray of sunshine that just pulls Harley out of that whole thing. I wouldn't go with ray of sunshine on that one. Well, I mean, I'm being sardonic, but I, still. Yeah, no. Uh, fuck. Yeah, uh, Riddler just like shoots his beams at them. They and escape. And then Psy shows up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, for no, before that, and they realize that once, because uh, there are two other guards and they start shooting at them, once uh, one of those bullets 
is sliced through in like cleft in twain uh, with a, a laser beam. She's like, oh, okay, so we could release ourselves. So she cuts the shackles from her and she grabs the only weapon that's available to her and she shoots the guy. And he's like, what did this do? And in a very Venture Brothers joke, apparently it's the cancer ray. Yeah, that was pretty good. And the guy is like, what you shoot you with? And she's like, cancer ray? Why do they even make a thing like this? He's like, I don't know, but I got to go see my kids. Yeah. And that reminded me of the Venture Brothers because there was that one scene where Brock, uh, he's uh, just th- uh, like trouncing a bunch of uh, henchmen and whatnot. And he grabs one of them by the testicles and he's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. I felt a lump. And he's like, is that OK? Is that natural? It's like, um, I'm sorry, man. And he's like, no, no, I don't care. You can go through. I don't care. Uh, Jack is being choked out by the remaining henchmen. And he, what? Jams a pencil in his forehead. Yep. Yep. He does the old pencil trick, which is another callback. I believe, I think they were doing that, like, as an homage to The Dark Knight. I would assume it's the only one I know of, unless they're going for John Wick, but I doubt it. Yeah. But then he starts laughing and Harley slaps the funny out of him. She finds him boring. She wants him to leave, lead a better life, I guess. No, she just doesn't want to deal with Mr. J. Mm. Or maybe she loves him and she wants him to leave, lead a better life, too. No, I really don't think she gives a fuck about that. I think I she know. literally just doesn't want to deal with having Mr. J back. She's like the easier solution here because think about it. Joker coming back is bad for pretty much everyone. Joker staying in a weird amnesic state where he's perfectly happy to be a normal Joe works out for everybody. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, even though it's probably more of a selfish motive on her part, it works out. Like she just doesn't want him to be Joker again. Well, she is selfish. Because don't forget, Joker basically destroyed Gotham. He's the whole reason that like. Everything yeah. went to fuck to begin with. That's true. So she doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. And plus, again, she's trying to make a name for herself. So if Joker comes back, she's got to deal with that whole shit. It's it's just, it's win-win if he stays normal. I don't think it's about what's good for him. I think it's about what's good for her. And every- In any event, uh, they take the elevator, both of them, her and the former Joker, take the helipad and she thinks they're going to go up to a chopper but they're greeted with a batwing and jim leaps up and takes down the former joker he knows exactly his facial profile it triggers the beast within joker Uh, temporarily temporarily until he's thrown back in to the uh, yeah he gets tossed into the batwing and they have like a little burp burp with the keyless fob i like that joke that's oh, the car locking joke? The car locking joke. Yeah. And so apparently the rest of the crew drop in because they got a text from her. Or technically it was from who? Uh, Dr. Psycho, apparently. Yeah. Working with. Don't stray me off of this. Uh, so technically they're not dating. Or not. I can't say technically they're not dating. But they're not dating. But Clayface has this whole joke assuming that they are dating 
Which I don't understand either. Uh, well, I think Clayface is gay, but because he actually had taken a shine to, um, what's his face? Riddler's good looks. I don't I, know. I can't like, I don't think Clayface has a, has an orientation per se. Like, I mean, I he's Clayface, in... so he could be like Polly. But that's the thing. Like he's basically a shapeshifter. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the original, uh, animated series he was a movie star that just ends up getting like horribly disfigured as it were so i think he's pretty much straight in that but considering they can do whatever they want now i'm pretty sure he's whatever he needs to be yeah that makes sense i mean he's he's had a lot of i guess clues as it were to a stereotypical gay i think they just kind of like really ramped up on that with this well, I mean, he always shapeshifts into women. That's one of the big things that he does. What's so wrong about that? He likes the Tonys. <laughs> yes, he likes the to- the, he Tonys. Likes the Tonys. He's very like I don't know. Those are really the only two signs, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, uh, apparently, uh, who doesn't like the Tonys? They have performances. They do. That's true. You know what? Your move, Oscars. Your move. Yeah, what the hell, Oscars? <laughs> Do, like, movie reenactments. Do something Oh, that would be awesome. That would be right? fucking awesome. That's what the Tonys do. Yeah. They do, like, scenes, for fuck's sake. Yeah. No, At that, least that, I know that, what I'm voting for. That would be so cool. Okay. Okay, we're getting off topic. So, apparently, uh, Riddler and Dr. Psycho, you would think, have this animosity, but they're working in tandem because they both want to fuck shit up, and they hate Harley for not like being the villain that they wanted they're like harley you're psycho hates harley for being not the villain he thought she was going to be yeah like psycho thought she was going to be the new joker and then when it turned out she was actually going to be a little bit she actually had a heart yeah like she turns out to be more of an anti-hero in that Mm -hmm. sense and it's like well that's pointless yeah i don't want to i don't want to bunk with the punisher i want to bunk with What's his face? Uh, Jigsaw is his yeah. name? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, that's Ghost Rider. <laughs> wait, what? What's the, the the Punisher's enemy? The dude with all the face scars. He has a Jigsaw. name. No, that's that's uh, Ghost Rider is Jigsaw. N- no, Jigsaw is... Jigsaw is Jigsaw is, on both? Jigsaw is Punisher. No, but anyway. Still, he <laughs> wants to be the villain. He wants to be like a true villain, not a... Not quite villain. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a Suicide Squad villain. He wants to be like a legit villain. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole reason that uh, Riddler was there was because he wanted to get the special helmet for his new bestie, Dr. Psycho. And Dr. Psycho could fuck shit up with that. because uh, Well, mostly he could control the parademons, which was the thing he really wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the crew was like, you know what? You're going to fuck shit up. We're going to fuck shit up. So they start to... That's the thing. They start Yeah, to. there's a little bit of a fight that happens, and then Psycho turns uh, Clayface and King Shark against Harley and Psy and mm-hmm. uh, what's-his-face, Gordon. Mm-hmm. So I hope c- they go more with them on the third season because I like that guy. The importance that certain Batman villains get is very interesting because if you mm-hmm. think about it, it's like the Penguin is considered like a number one or two villain, but it's like... He's just a dude in a suit that robs people. That's it. Like, well, he doesn't tech- have any superpowers. Yeah. He, I mean, 
And his version has gone through many different versions. Lately, the one is mostly like he's a mob type guy. Yeah. Technically, he would be an A-list villain because they do like A, B, C, whatever. Yeah, but like I just – I don't get why. Um, I mean I logistically don't know. I mean, maybe speaking – Maybe he has like business acumen. He doesn't have superpowers. It, it, like Clayface could easily just murder him, take his place, and then like could. do a bunch of other shit with other people's but faces. But it's kind of like why not take Gotham and spread the wealth all around? The dude is mad versatile is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's true. Their throwaway villains are stupid. That's all I'm saying. Like if she had I'm... hooked up with Calendar Man or Kite Guy, that would have made kite way more guy, sense. Kite Man. Whatever. Like, Chuck. if she'd hooked up with the Condiment King Condiment. and Calendar Man, that would have been made way more sense for them be, to be, like, throwaway villains. Season three. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, basically, uh, King Shark and Clayface are netted because... So, he could do that. But he still can't fire missiles because Dr. Psycho has created, like, this weird... I guess it's kind of like a... I don't even know. He creates a force field around him. Like a force field. To trap him in so the parademons can kill him. And And technically, at the time, Gordon's not able to fire a missile because at the time, the safety restrictions prevent him. So that's when Psy decides to do the whole suicidal sacrifice thing. He does the whole, you know what, now that I think about it, he does the whole independence day thing. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. Yeah, he is Randy Quaid. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's dead, though. I don't know. But the thing is that before he actually goes to the Aether, uh, he actually gives, uh, before saying a few beautiful words to Harley and bidding him, so bidding her goodbye, uh, he actually gives his right eye to her. So what I'm thinking in the third season is they're going to take that eye and recreate him stronger, better, faster. Yeah, it's probably going to be like a whole Baymax thing. Baymax, or do you remember, um, uh, didn't they do that in Venture Brothers with, uh, what's his face? I thought they did that with um, uh, the, the, the guy that blew himself up into space. Oh, yeah, 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 that one, that one. I was thinking of uh, the one that, like, hulked out. I was thinking of that one, but... No, because no, they did right. some weird plot line where yeah. it's like he gets mind-wiped or some fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It. We're not going to... But uh, his last words were, his final words were, I regret lots of things. Yeah, which, which is I, honest. I thought that was pretty honest. Yeah, and... that's a nice, honest declaration. Yeah. No, it's very There's sad. lots of things to regret in life. And it's call him Jack. No, call him Jack. Who gives uh, a shit? And like the we- the rest of them, and they're kind of like navigating and whatnot. Obviously, Jim Gordon can't really navigate the Batwing too much. But Jack says, you know what? I had a dream too. Because they're like, we can't. Oh yeah, Dark. they're talking about how they they need the JLA to defeat. Yeah, we can't overdemons. Doctor Psycho with this, and they're like, we need the JLA, and or the Justice League, and he was like, well, you know what? I had a dream about that too, and the thing is, the dream ends at that point because Harley Quinn has to do something that she never wanted to do again. Which is 
listening. We out. Yep.